We wish you a merry Sithmas. Do it. We wish you a merry Sithmas. Do it. We wish you a merry Sithmas. Ultimate power! And a Star Wars New Year. Do it. <laughs> What's up, everybody? I'm Mark. I am Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> I'm Alex. <laughs> and this is... The Christmas special episode of... The, the Shot, Shot Pod! Yeah! <laughs> Yo, hello, Alex and Mark. Ho, ho. Santa's nine magical horses are all high on speed and crack. Is this, is this, is this the shot pot? I have brought presents for you. Would you like to go see Limp Biscuit in July? Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> presents for everyone. It wasn't Santa. It was Tamara. So, yeah, uh, it's a Christmas episode of the shot pod. And me and Mark have just been blessed with our Christmas present for next year. And uh, Mark's amazing girlfriend, Tamara, has got us tickets to go see the Biscuit, to see the Bad Boys, to see the original OGs. And uh, I, I I made out with both of them after seeing this gift. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. They are both, I, I sexually assaulted both of my friends immediately yeah. after getting this gift. So thank you. <laughs> Tamara's black pants had a white stain on the outside. Yeah. She had to go change. Yeah, and uh, Mark is going to have really runny poops for a little while. Yeah. So I'll finger in the <laughs> kiss on the cheek. He doesn't know what happened. There's a whole bunch of quacking going on within the first couple minutes right? <laughs> of the shop pot. But we, I am so excited. It's going to be, I was, yes, thank you again. That's, I'm, blah. Christmas time is here. Christmas time is here. It's my only episode where I can just string my bells all the, throughout the whole episode. <laughs> and it's okay. So I'm going to, because they've been sitting behind me for the whole year since the last episode. Yeah. So anytime we say anything mildly Christmassy, I just, we have to hold. Bye, Santa. Oh, you're welcome, Shop Pod. Ho, ho, ho. Have a wonderful Christmas. So, and we made the joke earlier about every time a bell rings, you know, uh, an angel gets its wings, and and Alex is like Oprah, just handing out wings. Wings. And then I'm picturing the big guy upstairs, like, oh no, oh, I wasn't expecting that guy to get his wings so soon. Oh, oh my. Uh oh, that he was a little irresponsible, and now he's got wings. I, <laughs> the quality control in heaven is just going <laughs> straight downhill. Yeah. Uh, hi, this is Heavenly Quality Control. How can I help you? Yeah, what is with all these <laughs> Another quag. <laughs> with wings up here! I thought this was for the good people we're supposed to go. Oh. <laughs> I'm trying to think of somebody, a celeb. We're sorry, Mr. Prince, sir, but um, there's not a lot we can do about that. You know, Alex is handing out wings to everybody. He thinks he's Oprah. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Anyways, ep- also, uh, this is episode 101. Oh, this is 102, right? Yeah. I don't know why I was saying. Yeah, we already did 101. Yeah. This is our second episode of season two. Yeah. Um, which is a Christmas special. So isn't that... I love that when a show comes out and like the first... Like the, the series premiere is like a big long one. Or they do... Or they, maybe they had like a cliffhanger in the previous episode or previous season. So they do like a big finisher. I love that stuff, man. And uh, so... So so this episode is going to be long as well. But for the reason that it's going to be split down the middle so that uh, we can... St- 
spread out our, our sharing of episodes because the holidays keep falling on Sundays this year, which is our recording. Just falling on weekends in general, so it's hard to 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 to, to move everything. To, to, to today, Junior. So we're gonna the, the first half of the the episode because we're doing the, the halves of the episodes is going to be very Christmas focused because it will be Christmas when it comes out. And the second half of the episode, we're going to talk about the year two thousand two. We're going to talk about some Canadian politics. We're going to talk about um, some updates with the vaccine and some interesting things that have come out of Florida related to that. Um, Mark has crap load of notes of things that are going on in the world to get through. We're going to talk about Mark playing The Last of Us 2 and beating it, completing it, and his continued success with his streaming shot gaming with a zero in shot online. Check it out on Twitch, right? St- Twitch? Yeah, Twitch. Yeah, Twitch.tv slash army shot with a zero. Army shot with a zero. But you can also search shot gaming, and it comes up either way, but um, army shot is the other way. So yeah, definitely going to get into some cool, fun stuff in the second half, but the first half we're definitely going to talk uh, Xmas. Um, I wanted. I know we do this every year, and I'm pretty sure if you listen to our other specials, um, what's your favorite? Like, what are you rocking in the car? I know you've been listening to Ice Night Kills a lot, but like, I don't know. I love. I've been listening to the Blink One Eighty Two. I won't be home I've for been, Christmas. Oh, I love- I've just been listening to uh, the the new Blink One Eighty Two album because at first I was all like, "It's not good. It's not good." And then and then I was cleaning a funeral home at night, and then I put it on, and I was like, "Well, I'll just listen to it again, the whole thing from front to back." And then I just had it repeat all night, and I was like, "Yeah, okay, I like it." <laughs> I did that with Nine, their record before this. I was at the. Sh- I remember I was working. I had my own shop there, and that was the, one of the last like months I had that right before COVID hit. But I remember listening to it, and um, that's how it won me over too. Like that's a Blink thing. I think the first time you listen to a Blink record, it kind of is hard because it all kind of sounds the same. It's all pop punk, right? So it kind of blends together. It is Blink is one of those bands where it takes a few listens. It takes a couple listens to get through for it to get there. But I've also been listening to uh, Weezer's Christmas album. I don't know if you know this, but Weezer has a Christmas album. And it, they do like all the classics like um, Oh Come All Ye Faithful, Deck the Halls, all that stuff. And it's it's like eight songs. It's like an EP. Go online and download it. Go online and, take it and find it. It's it's available. It's probably on Spotify. Just Listen to some listen to some Weezer. It's a good and it's you know it's it's rivers. Oh come all ye faithful, joyous and child. Say it ain't so. Oh, that's you know that's exactly how it's <laughs> yeah it's, exactly. It's yeah. very very cool. He's got a, a great voice for Christmas stuff and you know it's it's still distorted. It's not quiet. It's a heavy rock Christmas record. Yeah, I love it. So, so yeah. I I actually found out today. I was just scrolling through the tube of you and. Uh, and Weedis re-release. I saw this teenage dirtbag to Christmas dirtbag, and I listened to it. I was like, "What? No, it's not the same." <laughs> but that's. I, I think mean, it, it wasn't bad. I mean, they're par- parodying their own song, which is okay. But I love when bands who aren't relevant try to stay there. <laughs> I mean, I love Weedis, and I'm not trying to crap and on like, them too hard. But that part that sounds like um, a, a woman where everybody's like, "Whoa, that, that's that's the singer, dude." Yeah, oh, yeah. Instead, in this one, it's like, I've got two tickets to ACDC, baby. He gets low. You're like, what the? Yeah. Because <laughs> he's voicing Santa. <laughs> right. Um, I remember in the video that nobody knew it was him, but in the video, they make it obvious. In the video, they show the girl at the prom. And she starts saying that I've got two tickets to Iron Maiden in the high voice. And then the camera does cut to him singing into the mic in that high voice. So if anybody doesn't know he's doing it, you just weren't paying attention. Well, I mean, 
even still, that guy has a very feminine voice in that point. It's very, it's, it's not an octave that most men have when singing. Definitely not. But uh, at the time when we just came out, like Newfound Glory sounded just like that. Yeah. And like, <laughs> yeah. Newfound Glory is exactly the same yeah. thing. Yeah. And to be real, in the heavier rock realm, um, Rain Maida was really pushing. Well, he does a hey. No, every but time. but but I, when I'm talking about like life. And maybe um, one man army is the same vocal like that. Well, like a one man army, I'm just gonna plug my nose like this. Well, like, I mean, yeah, but but that's very similar to what the new newfound glory guy and oh, yeah, and, and we just sound. They're, they're like. very nasally. Very nasally. But it was cool at the time. It was it was what was <laughs> out. It was it was, and it, I liked. I'll be real. All those bands that did that, I liked. I didn't like how that evolved into My Chemical Romance. So, like, you wouldn't have Gerard going, I'm yeah, yeah, okay. And all these people going, oh, my God, he's so good. <laughs> that's literally what he sounds like. You guys are just really, no, bad, bad taste. But um, that's what came from that. Hey, that's Joe Rogan's cousin. Which is unfortunate. It's Gerard Way, Joe Rogan's cousin, for real. Yeah, but it's funny because they, uh, they, are, they are cousins, but they've never met. They don't really care just to me. Just like yeah just like oh yeah yeah he's related to me through this by this by that but eh. that's kind of okay. interesting yeah i love uh you don't realize but that's a there's a lot I, I i've said this before on the show nepotism is is alive and well in hollywood oh, yeah. and and i don't know why it's the only place like because considering how progressive and woke hollywood's supposed to be you know what i mean like why are they the last ones to get rid of the fa- nepotism like I think it's a and it happens everywhere. Like I, I I um we all know that Mary Elizabeth Winestead would not have been Hera in the Ahsoka show if her husband wasn't Obi Wan. It just wouldn't have happened. I'm sorry. I don't care how good her tape was. That had a factor. That definitely had a factor. Well, I mean, Nick Cage wouldn't have a career if he wasn't related to. What was yeah? I didn't. I didn't, This is a common thing. It, a lot of people don't realize. Almost every actor, almost every actor that's big, Matthew McConaughey's another one. He's got two really, uh, really successful brothers. Francis Ford Coppola. Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, then you got Bryce Dallas Howard is Ron Howard's daughter. Not a lot of people know that she was on set when he directed Star Wars and stuff. Like when he was, he was on the set for I think Return of the Jedi or something in the eight, 80s or 83 or something like that. Or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was Phantom Menace. I don't know. One of those. I'm trying to think of how old she is and which movie it would have been. But one of the Star Wars movies, she was a little girl, like a wee girl, and she was on set, like running around, like like playing. Yeah. <laughs> how cool is that? And then she grew up, and she's one of the directors of uh, Mandalorian. She directed uh, two of the best episodes, The Siege uh, and a couple other episodes. But yeah, she's really cool. Like, but there's a lot of nepotism. Like It's a lot of that. So I saw uh, a clip, and it was a guy who was asking Obi-Wan to sign his hat. He's like, hey, Obi-Wan, can you sign my hat? And he's like... like, Oh, I saw Hayden Christensen's uh, autograph right here. Yeah, he's like, so can I sign the top of the hat, you know, because I have to have the high ground? Yeah, sure, go for it. He says, can I sign above it? And the guy's like, yeah. And he's like, I need to have the high ground. (laughs) So funny. Um, One of my favorite... We're getting a little off Christmas topic. One of my favorite moments in Star Wars, behind-the-scenes stuff... Is when they were making the Obi Wan show, they they make Hayden and Ewan go into the volume, which is what they call the stage that they make the show in. Right, it's a giant three hundred and sixty degree, well not three sixty, but like a pretty comprehensive screen uh, that they make their sets on. Right, and they were watching the prequels, and they they were watching this, so they were making them watch some of the most iconic scenes from the, the movies and just kind of laugh and reminisce. And they made them watch the fight, right, the big fight when he cuts his legs off and. It's so funny when he slices him, and the first thing Hayden says is, you did tell me 
that you had the high ground. You <laughs> warned you warned me. And the first thing Ewan responds with is if I had a dollar for every time someone told me I had the high ground. <laughs> right away, right? And you can see the two of them just smile like, oh God. We didn't know at the time what we were starting, but we started like the meme, the ultimate nerd meme is high ground. So right now, I don't know if you knew this. Right now, there's currently um, there was a new Star Wars release that came out December fifth on digital and Blu-ray, and it's a, a documentary called "A Disturbance in the Force," and it's a, like about celebrities and everybody involved in Star Wars reviewing the Christmas special. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Because my one of my favorite things to do online is to watch. Um, <laughs> Carrie Fisher, Mark Hamill, and Harrison Ford, they just jump to different interviews where they ask them about the Christmas special and they all just go, what Christmas special? Like, they yeah. deny it ever happened, right? And even George is like, yeah, no, it never happened. Like, everybody's like that, but it's, yeah. I can't get through it. I've never gotten through it. Yeah, so, I mean, maybe you can watch the documentary, A Disturbance in the Force. I'm going to. I didn't know about this. I will definitely <laughs> be checking that out. Is it on? Di- it's probably not on Disney Plus if it's ripping on it. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Might be. If it is, I'm going to check it out. If not, I'll find it on some some platform somewhere. Um, so I've been listening to the Weezer record. Um, I was listening to... Uh, 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 Rob Halford has a Christmas record that I listened to. He's the guy from Judas Priest. Um, you know, it's weird. I didn't know Rob Halford was gay. I honestly, really? I didn't know until like, <laughs> like recently. I was like, oh, I thought, I think I, in the back of my head, I was like, I think I've heard that at some point. But yeah, he's just such a badass. Yeah, like that. You'd never know, man. You'd never friggin' know. I just thought that was kind of an interesting tidbit. It's on uh, YouTube, Google Play Movies, and TV, and Apple TV. But there's a pay, like you have to pay to watch it. It's funny because the actual um, Christmas special is. 2.1 out of 10 and this documentary 6.8 out of 10 right. so the documentary beats and it's just people trashing trashing <laughs> well, it would be more fun to watch people trashing than watch yeah. it because like I said I've tried to get through it and I can't like I just can't get through it it's 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 really bad you know one thing I did kind of like was the Boba Fett cartoon that was kind of cool and I think everybody kind of liked the Boba Fett cartoon even when it came out like that was yeah. the only part of the special that people were like okay this is neat but other than that, it was just horrid garbage. The Boba Fett cartoon was cute, though, because he rides a mythosaur. Yeah. And there was actually, I don't know if you remember, but in the Boba Fett show, at one point, he's trying to ride, learn how to ride the Rancor, and the guy says, you want to learn how to ride it? And he's like, I've ridden beasts ten times its size. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, you did. Yeah, you did, Boba. I saw the cartoon. Like, he's literally <laughs> referencing the Christmas special. How cool of them to include that, right? Yeah. And then a mythosaur shows up at the end of Mando Season 3 in the water. So it's very, I, I like this, you know, that's the coolest part of the Christmas special, but it's not very Christmas related. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. the only part of the special with no Christmas parts involved. So what can you do? <laughs> what are you listening? What, what else have you, have you listened to anything Christmassy or watch? What about movies? I watched Elf with um, Will Ferrell the other day. Uh, me, and the, me and the wife there sat down and I haven't, gave I it a shot. because I it haven't was, really watched any Christmas movies uh, yet. The, what about the, some horror Christmas movies like Krampus or... Or so, or the Thanksgiving is out, and it's supposed to be like a horror. I haven't, I haven't watched that yet. I would like. I'd to. like to check that. It's the, gonna be on streaming I, soon, isn't it? For for me, what kind of uh, what kind of wears me down around Christmas about this is, you know, while well, my oldest he was here, but my youngest, the one who's all, you know, uh, let's watch something Christmassy. He's not here. Yeah, I, I only get to see him on like after like boxing day and, yeah, and on yeah, so yeah. it's like well that kind of sucks and then tamara's daughter isn't too much into christmas yeah they're all this is what happened. the kids are getting old bro tamara's, yeah. you got 13 and 19 14 
So Four, four- 14, and Ethan's about to turn 20. Oh, my Jesus. Yeah. Be, oh, my God, bro. How old must you feel? Yeah. You don't even have a teenager anymore. Your teenager is a man now. He's going to war. Yeah. yeah. Dude, you old-ass mofo. Oh, my yeah. God. I can't believe you have a 20 I I'm, can't even look at you. You have I'm a 20-year-old kid. Yeah, I'm almost the average age of soldiers in Ukraine. You wow. wa- oh my wow <laughs> yeah are we are we going there already? Yes, right, we are. <laughs> no, that so, was no but that blow. that blow is blow. that is a fact though. For those that are wondering, the average age of a soldier in Ukraine was forty one. Forty three. Forty three. Oh my god, forty one was lowballing. <laughs> like just shoot me in the foot and send me home. Like, 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 can you imagine? Like, it's not it's not funny. Like it's it's not really funny. Like we're over here in Canada in our you know in our glass houses with our champagne. You know what I mean? In our in our in our Oreo cookies stacked yeah. up, and our millions of dollars. We're Scrooge McDucks to compared to these people. In re- you know what I mean? It's sad that they've desecrated a whole country, and yeah. we're just like, oops. <laughs> like, you know, it's just like, pumping everybody full of poison over COVID. Now everyone's dying. Oops, like a so oopsie daisy. Like <laughs> at what point are we gonna stop oopsie daisying to the tune of like thousands dead? Like any yeah. please, you know. So we did mention that um, the end of the year recaps are here, and, and we talked about uh, all my friends that talk about shop are like, "Hey, I'm in the top twenty percent of shop on. Hey, I'm yeah. in the top 15. I was like, "Yeah, yeah bro, so, so appreciate that's, you." So that's pretty cool. So then I get my YouTube end of the year recap. Now it's my account that's logged into all the Rogers boxes here. So anytime anybody's watching YouTube, they're in your account. Even. Yeah. So Camara, so like Camara so so my my end of the year recap is uh, falling in reverse. Ice Nine Kills, Tom McDonald, uh, the song Rasputin, that dance song, and then and then Britney Spears. I think it's Hit Me Baby One More Time as per uh, Just Dance. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, well, well that's definitely I mean, not me. The, the top few were cool. <laughs> that's funny. I'm surprised you don't have some crappy no, Florida Georgia line BS or Taylor <laughs> Swift on that list, too, because of all the... Well, <laughs> yeah, no, but it's but it's every time uh, Tay, Tay has a friend over and they do like Just Dance, while there was no working Wii, they would just turn to YouTube, and, and YouTube has like the Just Dance that they can mess around with. Mm. Well, now there's a Wii again, so they can rely on the Wii. <laughs> so we, what does the Wii do? Like, it's, is it the camera thing and you have to do No, it, it, it goes by the motion tracking of uh, the Wiimote oh, the in remote. your hand. Yeah. So I didn't realize this. Um, just an interesting thing about Nintendo. Did you know that a manufacturer has to sell like 100 million consoles to make money? So if you make a console, the, the research and development involved, the cost of producing it, yeah. shipping it, and selling it is a losing battle. You lose on every one until you hit like a hundred million. So the Wii, and here's an interesting fact. Nintendo is the only manufacturer to never have a failed console, except recently, the Wii U. I didn't know this, but the Wii U was a failed, it's the only Nintendo console that didn't make them any money. It lost them money. But then they put out the Switch and, right? They're like, redemption! Funny story. Yeah, I didn't know that. Funny story with the Wii U is I got Ethan the Wii U for Christmas one year. And uh, was it the the first year that we got back together? And then we were going out for, uh, yeah, so the first year that Tamara and I got back together, um, Ethan got the, the, the Wii U, and I guess he was a little sick that year, so he had the flu, whatever. And, uh, and so Tamara and I, we went out, we were listening, not to Christmas carols, we were listening to Snoop Dogg Doggy Style while looking at Christmas lights. <laughs> and, uh, and then... One, two... 
Three, or is that the is that the ro- Snoop Doggy Dog? Bow bow wow yippee yo yippee yay <laughs> bow wow yippee yo yippee yay. Yeah, so so then we get back and I guess uh, Ethan was talking to Tamara and I, I guess Ethan, what's my mother name? And I guess Ethan was kind of embarrassed, so he didn't want to tell me about it. But Tamara let me know that Ethan was like a little sick. Yeah, and uh, and I look at the dresser. And for, for some reason, there's there's puke running down the side of the dresser. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll clean that up. What I didn't know, and I didn't figure it till later, was that he was sick on the Wii U unit. And he didn't want to tell me because he thought he was going to get in trouble for throwing up on the Wii U unit. Did he ruin it? No, no, no. The, the buttons were sticking, so I had to, like, clean, I had oh, to yeah. clean, clean the buttons. Funny. And that's fine. If you haven't cleaned puke out of the buttons of your remote or your console, you have not have experienced children yet. <laughs> I, th- I mean, the sad thing was he thought he was going to get in trouble. And the reason why he thought he was going to get in trouble is because there's another member of his family that was giving him trouble when he would throw up. I'm like, man, I'm like, you don't, you're not going to get in trouble if you throw, Can't like if you're that. sick. You're si- it's an accident. I'm not going to be like, oh, you purposely aimed at the Wii U, you little oh. No, I'm not. I'm going to be like, are you okay? Right? <laughs> it's, that's funny. So uh, not to bait her out too much because I know she listens, but like my sister smashed her car up, right? She did yeah. the like, same thing, like calls me balling. And I'm like, you got to calm down. Like, I, I'll just, you're going to tow it to the shop and we're going to fix it. Like, just shut up. <laughs> you know? She's like, I know, but I thought you'd be mad. You'd be like, why? Because there's no one else involved. And I just, I went through a, I, I braked and it was snowing. And we, I, and I'm like, do you, did you have your snows on? She's like, you, you put them on. I'm like, I know. So you've done everything you can. How could I get mad? Are you, if you had your bald summers and flew through the intersection, I'd probably give you some shit. But I, I put them on last week, man. You've done all you can do. I know you know how to drive. It it happens, you know what I mean. So yeah, props to us, right? <laughs> because no, this is I mean, what, what, what do I always say? Break the cycle. Yeah. I always say it, man. You know, I got treated like garbage for dumb dumb stuff when I was a kid. Stuff that was not my fault. My teeth have porcelain caps on them. I got beat for not brushing my teeth. My parents would beat me and yell at me like, "Riley, listen, you're gonna you're gonna be ugly. You you look ugly." And I'm like, I mean, "You can't say that to a kid. That freaking messes you up. Yeah. Your teeth are like garbage. You're never gonna find a wife with those teeth. Like this is the crap I'd have to hear." Not my fault. I go to the freaking dentist. They took me to a special dentist after a while because nothing was getting better. And he's like, "Did your kid have fevers when he was a kid?" And my mom's like, "Yeah, he had like 102 fevers when he was." T-. They're like, "Yeah, it's, that ruins your teeth." <laughs> not his fault. There's not like you know what I mean. So that's I remember that. That's there. That's ingrained. You know what I mean. That was a big f up on my parents' part. Like, oops. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying. And then I never yelled at me about it before. But like you know, get your shit together with that. Like, stop being mean to your kids for stuff that's not their fault. Like, it's frustrating. But like, you know. So we we've broken the cycle. We're already doing better. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because now he doesn't have to worry about that. And I mean, puking is, puking is puking. I don't know about you, but a good puke, I can make you feel way better. Yeah. You know? You can't, don't shame somebody for that. I'm good. I feel better already. You know? <laughs> you ever have those nights you're having a drink and you throw up and everyone's like, you good? And I'm like, no, I'm good to drink. Let's have another drink. Let's have another drink. I'm good now. I'm cleared yeah. out. Right? Yeah. We've all had those nights. Oh, yeah. Sometimes if you're a kid and you're saying, you're like, you okay? He's like, yeah, you can have any crispers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, once you get it out, you're, you're hungry again and you can try and feel better. Now the funny thing is, like, I wish he knew that he wasn't getting gonna get in trouble. But like, when I when I picked him up to bring him over, he he was sick, and his mom kind of warned me. I was like, okay, we'll try to make you back to the place on time, so that he so and then so he's carrying like a like a like a gift box, like a a, a hard cardboard box with like a 
laminated exterior and it's got a couple of his uh gifts because he had uh, he opened up a couple gifts at his mom's on christmas eve and so uh so she's telling me that he's kind of sick and we're driving he's like dad i feel like i'm gonna be sick i'm like empty your box empty your box yeah. do it in the box that's one of the reasons honestly i've always had doggy bags in my car like yeah. uh, if i go to wendy's and uh, I will dump out the food and I will take the Wendy's bag and fold it up and it goes someplace. I always <laughs> have one of those for those. I've ha you know, you, you ever have your buddies call you up? Yo, yo, man, can you get us from the bar? You're all drunk. I'll throw you 20 bucks for gas. You're like, yeah, all right. I got nothing to do. I'll grab a coffee. I'll come out and grab you guys. And I got doggy bags for y'all because I don't trust y'all mofos. I don't trust <laughs> none of y'all. Even, even my buddies with the strongest stomach, man. You mix tequila and whiskey on the wrong night. Yeah. Or the wrong girl breaks your heart, you go throw up, you know? <laughs> That's good stuff, man. That's good stuff. But now, but now, like, all the bags aren't plastic anymore. It'd be like, hey, throw up into this. Dad, it's soaked through. It's on my lap. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sorry. That's that's right. That's the bags now. <laughs> right. It's true. Everything's cheaper. I've noticed it's kind of funny. I, I get bags from our convenience store just because I live in a building, so we you know we get garbage chutes. So I, we don't use big garbage bags. I keep little garbage bags so we can throw it down the chute. And like... It's mind-blowing. A, bo a two-liter bottle of pop my entire life, my entire life since I was a little boy, a two-liter bottle of pop on its own in a bag from the convenience store is safe. Yeah. Not anymore. I swear <laughs> to God, I'm walking down there with a Fago two-liter, and this and the handle just snaps yeah. from the weight of a one single two-liter. Just, bye. China did not want to finish this bag for me. The poor little kid that makes two cents an hour did not make this bag properly, and I hope he lost his job. Yeah. That's all I have to say. I hope he ends up in one of those Congo cobalt mines. No, I'm just kidding. That, that's mean. <laughs> that's mean, and I don't mean that. That is so mean. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm being sarcastic. I'm being a prick. But, you know, my point is, is they don't make nothing like they used to. Like, everything the is kids in garbage. The, the kids in the Congo mines are like, that was a sweet joke. Back to work. <laughs> <laughs> tink, 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 clink, 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 clink. Sorry, I can't. You a bad man. You a bad man. <laughs> right? Enjoy. Go buy a Tesla. <laughs> This portion of the shot pod has been brought to you by the Naughty List and Alex. Oh. I didn't mean to do that. I meant to press that. That's what I meant to do. <laughs> oh my god, Tesla's not endorsing us, by the way. Tesla would not in a million. And as much as I love that Elon told Bob to f off, and he's telling everybody what to do. Like I, that's the misleading thing is that everyone loves Elon, and Elon seems like a cool guy. He does see, and, and he's taken Twitter and made it all about freedom and freedom of speech and all this kind of stuff, and eliminated the bots. Like it's he's like. I, we all love what he's doing, right? But Tesla's still an evil company pushing a leftist agenda that is unsustainable. Like, at the end of the day. Well, I mean, he did just have to recall $12 million worth of Teslas. Well, I know. Everybody has recalls, though. He gets hung out to dry for the car fires and the recalls, but everybody has car fires oh, yeah. and everyone yeah, has yeah. recalls. I just think it's funnier that it happens to him because they're supposed to be better. Yeah. It's like, so you have the same problems that the gas cars had. Why are we changing anything? Yeah. Like the grids can't handle it. It's not better for the environment. It's better for the environment during the time the car's running and not causing emissions. The landfill the battery will sit in because only eighty percent of it's recyclable. That twenty percent that's not is extremely toxic. Like that, you know what I mean? It's still the same carbon footprint. It's still just as damaging to the planet as it would be running two hundred thousand kilometers of gas yeah. burning emissions, right? Especially these days with all the catalytic converters and emissions control. It's so stupid. And if you don't, and if you are one of those people that argues with me about how great Tesla is on Facebook, like, 
These are all facts, and I win. I've had, I get destroyed on Facebook when I crap on Tesla because everybody thinks even even my right wing friends are like, yeah, like you know, freedom, and I voted PPC, and you know, convoy, and you know, skirt trade. Like even my 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 what I consider smart friends. Oh, I didn't get my vax. Well, I got the first two, but I'm not getting none of those boosters. You know these guys, right? You know. Even they're like, yo, Tesla's great. Yeah, they're, they're, they're helping the world. You know, you know how many this or that. You know, Elon always goes on about how he's saved more. He's he's saved more of the planet than anybody, anybody in North America because of of what he's done with Tesla, and he has saved. But nobody's talking about when those every Tesla he's made put them in a landfill and then evaluate that. Yeah, nobody's doing that math. That's the thing. The, the math. You know this thing out there, boy math. Oh, that's cat math. That's girl math. That's boy math. That's liberal math, you idiots. That's your dumb liberal math. Oh, he saved so much. He saved so much emissions. Yeah, and he's destroyed the groundwater for 10 million people for the next 400 years when the cars don't run anymore and the batteries have stopped working in eight years. So whoop dee doo Good job. <laughs> Pat yourself on the back. Go get a Tesla. <laughs> Anyways, <clears throat> moving on. Christmas, Christmas, everything is great. Don't gift your friends a Tesla if you love them. Don't do it. Get them a gas card. Let's <laughs> <laughs> keep the economy rolling. <clears throat> okay, so we are re reaching the end of this. What we're going to get into right now is, uh, so yes, I recently, uh, just a couple days ago, finished The Last of Us 2 on stream. There's going to be Last of Us spoilers story-wise as we discuss yeah, right so now. I, um, I didn't know all the details of the story, so I grilled Mark on it. So we're going to kind of, yeah, huge spoilers. But the reason we want to spoil it for you is because I, I want to know the story of the game because they're going to be making season two of the show. Yeah. And I'm I, you and I have been, I called that they're going to deviate because they're going to keep Joel around longer. Or, you know what I thought the other day? I had a thought. They're going to kill him in the first few episodes, like he dies early in the game, and they're going to make him a force ghost. They're going to they're going to Obi-Wan him. They will. They will. And Ellie, for the next eight episodes after he's dead, they'll do ten episodes in the season, right? He'll he'll do two episodes, and then he'll be dead. And then the next seven, she'll have, like, dreams of him. Or he'll come to her memories and be like, Ellie, you better watch out for this and that. Like, Forrest well, goes, you know, from a certain point of view, Ellie. <laughs> well, I heard that uh, through rumor that uh, Pedro Pascal has only signed on for eight episodes of season two. Now, the first season was only nine episodes. And... Uh, and go, going into season two, I mean, I was thinking, you know, he's he was going to die off right in the beginning. And from then on out, he would be done. However, there's a lot of flashbacks in this in the show. Oh, there's a lot. So there's flashbacks. They're going to yeah. keep that. He'll he'll be employed through the flashbacks. He, yeah, they're going to exactly. force ghost him. I called it. <laughs> they're going to Obi-Wan this motherfucker. I love it. Well, there there is a time where Ali confronts him about you know, killing the doctors at the hospital, knowing that there that there is no other cure. There's no cure now because of Joel, mm -hmm. you know, took that choice away from Ellie and it was her choice to make and she wanted to. So, so th that is a flashback in the game. I'm like, oh, snap. Oh, and, you know, it, it's so weird because Ellie even discusses that with Abby saying, I know why you killed Joel. Because he killed the yeah. doctor, and this isn't all over and all that. But I don't think uh, Ellie knows that it's the surgeon is Ellie's okay. Dad, so let's get into Abby's these, dad. Let's get into these spoilers. Yes. So at the end of season one, or the end of the first game, they are going to extract Ellie's blood 
One of the surgeons that is brain. Been, that's yeah, brain says we're going to kill Ellie, and we're gonna you know that's that's how we'll get this cure. That's how we'll get this vaccine. And Joel kills this surgeon and then helps her escape. But that's the end of the first season. Mm-hmm. So take miss, take us from there. Okay, so from there, uh, from where even in the show where Joel goes on a killing spree, kills everybody inside. Destroys, the, desecrates the hospital. Yeah. One floor at a time. Yeah. yeah. He diehard. He diehards the hospital. Diehard. He Nakatomi <laughs> Plaza's that motherfucking hospital, OG style, yippee-ki-yay. Yeah. With Ellie in one hand and a gat in the other, and he's out. He gets out. He manages to get out. So, yeah, but you don't know. He doesn't Hans Gruber. Yeah. He doesn't. <laughs> you don't know who he's killing. And then later on in the story, you see Abby talking to her father, who is the surgeon, the apparently the only person in the world that can make this vaccine. Very realistic. And and the surgeon says to Abby, like, I'm, we have to kill her if we want to make the vaccine. And he's like, and I don't know if I can. And Abby's like, if it was me... I would want you to do it. I would want you to do it, and I'm your kid. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I, it's this all sounds pretty like how it would go. It's how it would go. I think if any person was like, oh, yeah, you're the key to saving all of us. And it, keeping in mind that Last of Us takes place 10, 15 years after the apocalypse happened, it's like, it's not just fresh, right? So I think that's the key component. If it had been a year since the, 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 the virus hit, yeah. I don't think you'd see this type of sacrifice. Yeah. But there's like nothing left of society. And where there is people, it's just a nightmare of politics and bullshit, right? Yeah. So I think that's why whoever it is is like, yeah, we got it can't we can't go on like this. You know what I mean? Exactly. I think any person would do it. Yeah. But yeah, it is a little weird that Joel's just like, nah. And he just caps everybody and gets rid of her. Like you would think that he I, would I, want her sacrifice. But I understand the motivation behind it because he lost his daughter early. Right. He yeah. Yeah. See that's so the thing. so he doesn't want to lose somebody else who is essentially his new daughter. So I, I get that motivation. I think that Joel needs to read that meme that says, Don't put your trauma on everyone else. It's not everybody else's responsibility <laughs> to avoid your triggers. I think yeah. he needs to reread yeah. that. Oh yeah, yeah. For for <laughs> sure. Right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. sorry, go ahead. Okay. And uh and and so with this, obviously, uh, early on in the story, Abby ends up killing Joel and basically lets Ellie live, even though Abby's friends are like, we need to kill her too. And Abby's like, no, 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 no. Let her live and tells her, don't waste it. Well, then the, fir- the first half of the game is Ellie hunting down Abby for killing Joel. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Then you How, get you say the first half of the game. So, like, describe that to me. So, like, she does. So Abby runs off and goes to another city or something, and she's like, um, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, like, like you say, literally, like trying to follow her footsteps or follow well, her well, breadcrumbs. Like, what's the story? Well, she ends up going back to Jackson, and then she's she she ends up. I'm going down to Jackson. Sorry. Yeah, so she goes back to Jackson where she's talking with Tommy, Joel's brother. And it's all like we we need to we need to get her. And right. then he, even Tommy's like, yeah. I'm oh, Joel's brother, right, yeah. right, right. He's go- so she goes and gets the brother and goes, yo, we gotta get this. And he's like, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Okay. And and and, and she makes Tommy a promise. You know, we will, we find, will get her. Find him and kill her. Yeah. Find her and kill her. Okay. 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 I'm with it. So now they're a team and they go to back. They go to go back to the city to get her. To go back to whatever the name of where I, I, I believe it was in Colorado, was it not? Uh, Seattle. Seattle. Sorry, yeah. it was in Seattle. So, so uh, they're not they're not a team because when they go back to Jackson, Ellie's on a mission and she goes off on her own. Okay. 
because she's supposed to be part of the the Jackson group on uh, patrols, not the Jackson Five. Uh, <laughs> but she's supposed to be she's doing part of the Jackson Five. She's a little pale for that, I think. <laughs> yeah. She's is she though? <laughs> she's supposed to be doing these uh, these patrols, and it gets to the point where she's like, I can't do patrols because. Abby's out there somewhere. I need to find her. Yeah. So she leaves. And then along the way, she, uh, she's followed by her love interest in the game, who's a, a woman named Dina, who's pregnant from a guy named Jesse, who also follows Dina out. And then you, you end up basically settling. Sounds like the young and the fucking restless right now. <laughs> yeah. You end up settling down in a theater, which becomes kind of your home base in Seattle, while you're branching out, going off to the hospital. Oh, okay, this is where shit was done. Now I need to go over to here. Abby's probably here. And you're you're just on a quest to find Abby. Got you. Oh, you're not, you're not just on a quest. You're on a, a path of vengeance, yeah. which is uh, the best kind of quest, really. At the end, <laughs> your quest ends is just so quenchable. Uh, revenge is a dish served best cold. I don't know. Is it? <laughs> I guess we'll see in this game. So, so you spend half the game kind of tracking her, I guess, right? Yep, and you you make it to this uh, kind of like a, a sea world kind of thing. Okay, an old water park. Yeah, and this... An old marine land. And this is where uh, Creepy. Abby has... Uh, like a love interest for her who's kind of mixed up who's who's having a baby with another girl so it's really weird because it's a, it's a different contrasting side of the story so on ellie's side uh dina her her partner is pregnant with jesse's kid okay and then on abby's side this love interest for abby named owen has a girl pregnant named Mel. So it's it's almost like a mirrored story and okay. they and they both have motivations. So it gets to the point where Ellie makes it to this this water park, kills Owen, kill What? And then Ellie's on she's a bro, that's crazy. And then and then she kills Mel. Uh, Even the pregnant uh, lady kills the pregnant lady. Yeah. Ellie's a badass. Yeah, you think they're gonna do that in this show? That's a little bit much for TV. <laughs> yeah. Like in the game, I can see it. Pop, pop. Right? Is it a pop, pop, or she got them? It's a knife in the throat. Knife in the throat. That's dirty. <laughs> but if she was capping I'd be like, at least you don't have to get messy. She's like, Nah, I'm gonna get messy. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. get messy. Ah, yeah. ah, your blood tastes so good. I'm gonna cut the baby out of you and grill it up. Okay, you took it a bit further than it's supposed you to. You know what I'm saying though? Like yeah. that's, she's, that's sinister. Yeah. And I mean, bro, they can't. You can't. They can't do that on TV. Yeah. They might have to tone this down. And so that's uh, gonna be. Would that not be rated R? Kill a pregnant lady on TV with a knife? I don't think you can yeah. do that. Yeah. It's HBO, right? It's HBO does it. Yeah, uh, crave. Cra right. Excuse me. Okay. Which, it, which I mean, it it I think it, it basically is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't know if they can get away. That's that's a bit violent. Yeah, and uh, and so in the story, once Abby finds out, oh, Ellie was here and killed Owen and Mel. I'm now on the hunt. Yeah, for her. For her. Yeah. But when you're playing Abby's story, oh, Owen you play as both of them. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. So, so you play as Abby, but um, Abby's love interest, Owen, says he's leaving uh, the group that they're in, and he's fleeing to Santa Barbara. Okay. And that she should come with and all that. And she's like, well, we, we can't just abandon everything. Yeah. Now so, he's dead. Yeah. Okay. This is nuts. This is nuts. So then now they're, And then you said they eventually find each other. So how long does it take them to get to find each other? Well, Owen Owen himself has a backstory as in uh, there were a couple. So there's a gang in the game called Scars. 
and they're just like they're a cult of people that that look to a higher profit. And one of them found the Bible somewhere, and they're like, "Hey, that's a good. Let's, let's <laughs> yeah. do this." Yeah, and so there there were a couple kids that uh, were almost that were about to be killed that Owen essentially saved. Okay, and then uh, and then. While out on patrol, Owen has uh, the team that he's with uh, go to kill these kids. And Owen's like, no, 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 you're not going to kill these kids. And and the guy's like, what are you talking about? These guys are scars. Kill them. And Owen's like, no, no, we're not killing the kids. And the guy and the guy goes to fight Owen, and Owen ends up shooting the guy of his own group oh, fuck it. In, in the stomach, and that guy dies. So now Owen has no choice but to leave. He can't go back to his group because he killed somebody in his own group. Fuck. So he, ha- so he has to leave. He tells Abby this, so Abby's like, okay, I get why you're leaving, but then, you know, oh, you died. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so that's always how it goes, too. I like a show... Like, that's good writing. Good writing is making, like, there's a lot connected to these characters, a lot of, of entanglement, yeah. and then they get murdered by it. It, it takes the effect it's going to have on Abby, and it just it, it, make, it brings it closer to home because you're, there was just all these plans. There were so many things up in the air that'll never happen, right? Yeah. The same way we feel when someone in our own lives dies, you know what I mean? There's usually plans, you know, for something, you know what I mean? And, and, and it's all cut short. So I like that. It's good writing. So on this journey, uh, Abby comes across two Scar children who are basically strays, who have kind of run away from this Scar group. And so the Scars are hunting the kids to kill the kids, and Abby ends up saving the kids. But while saving the kids, she gets strung up herself, uh, lynched, and is... Oh, shit, she gets lynched? This game is ridiculous! She's lynched, she's hanging, she's almost dead, and then one of the kids cuts her down, and they both kind of saved each other's lives. So now Abby is indebted to these Scar kids, and the the Scar kids are indebted to Abby. So from there on out, uh, they become the crew, which means Abby can't go back to her group either. Right. But she's also kind of abandoned her group looking for Owen and came across these Scar kids. So so now she's got these kids, and then uh, and then, I mean her her group comes out, sees the Scar kids, uh, and try to kill the kids. So Abby ends up killing one of her group. So Abby is outcast from her group, but she's still on a mission to find Ellie at the same time. Yeah. That's always the back story, the B story motivation that at the end of all of it, right? There's always something in the way short term, but the main idea is I'm going to kill that bitch. Yeah. Okay. So Abby and Ellie. I think it's neat that you play as both. Yeah. I didn't know that. You, do you, you didn't do that in the first game. In the first game, you just played as Joel and Ellie. Yeah. But it, you were always Joel, right? Um, no, because there's a point where Joel's injured and you have to play as Ellie. But it, Okay, but right, right, right. But, but it's mostly the, Joel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, and so there's a point in this game where uh, you Abby fights Ellie, and I'm rooting for Abby the entire time because, and that's the unpopular opinion. Although I don't know why, because if somebody kills your dad, you're gonna want to go. And your dad was the only guy that could save humanity. Yeah, like yeah, I'm kind of with you. Abby's plus, like I didn't, I haven't played the games, but I hate Ellie in the show. I didn't like the actor, and I didn't get connected. I didn't. I liked Joel. I mean, who doesn't? F with Pedro, he's yeah. awesome. Yeah. But yeah, I never got into her character. I found her, her irritating. So I would, I'm looking forward to her getting her ass beat in this season. I hope, but apparently that doesn't, so, that doesn't happen. So there is a sex scene in in this game, and I mean it's 
it's kind of a little bit of a graphic sex scene. Like you don't really see between who? Uh, between Abby and Owen. And Owen, yeah. So Abby is uh, uh, getting drilled from behind by Owen. <laughs> and uh, I love your description. And uh, very subtle. Yeah, and and so like any hair pulling involved? No. A little bit, a little yeah. bit of hair pulling, yeah. yeah. And, and so, so when she, when she kind of, when she kind of lifts her body up, you see her titties, and, yeah, yeah. and he's groping her titties, and I'm like, I'm streaming. Is this allowed? Yeah, am I gonna get in trouble? Yeah. Well, apparently, uh, Amazon is okay because it's not the streamer's fault that this is in the game. If you had no idea that was coming, which I didn't, yeah, I can't get in trouble for that. Jesus. Thankfully, but also my channel is 18 plus. Like it's true, not, yeah, not I, for children. You do curse, yeah. It's not, yeah. Well, you're not playing Sonic Superstars on it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not yet. You're not. <laughs> yeah. I'll be over here. You know, but as soon as January comes, you know I'll be over here yeah. going, yo. I'll be Sonic. You'll be Tails. <laughs> yeah. uh, like I said before, though, I won't do that to you. You can yeah. be Knuckles. Be, <laughs> I wouldn't make you be Tails. That's ridiculous. Get my sister over here. She can be Tails. Yeah. You know what I mean? Get Taya down here. Yeah. You be Tails. You know, know your role. So anyway. there, there were a couple parts of the game that were uh, actually pretty hard. The fight with Ellie, which I would have thought would have been super derpy easy because Abby is ten times Ellie's size. Like she's she's a beefcake. She's like oh, yeah. she's okay. got Arnold arms. Oh yeah? Yeah. I didn't know him. Okay. Yeah. So uh so I mean, there's a fight where every time uh, you, I mean, you have to sneak up on Ellie, and if you don't sneak up on her, she shoots you in the stomach and then shoots you in the face. And then, okay, well, let's try sneaking up behind her. And if if you if you're not like button mashing the square button, and you only strike once, she's gonna shoot you in the stomach and shoot she you in the it. face. And I died like 20 times. Like, what am I supposed to do here? But no, I figured it out. You you have to match that button as if you were playing uh, Tekken. And you're like, no, 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 uh, no, 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 no. You're talking about me and Metal Gear when they're torturing you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that. Or, or the first Mortal Kombat test your might. Oh, yeah, test your might yeah, champ yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. test. But uh, yeah, so you I always win those. Whenever there's a thing in a game yeah. and there's a press the button really fast for something, I always win. Yeah. I always win, you know? <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, so you beat Ellie. Musician thing because of the tapping. I think it's yeah. some tapping. <laughs> you beat Ellie, and then uh, you're actually about to kill. Uh, so Dina comes up behind Abby to take out, uh, to take her out. Okay. And when that happens, uh, Lev, who is uh, one of the Scar kids, comes in and helps Abby out, and then you end up with the upper hand, and you end up with a knife to Dina's throat. Which is the pregnant girl on yeah. Ellie's side? I'm like, it's literally a mirror thing, but the only difference is, Lev's like, why would you do that? She's pregnant, and then Abby's like, you're right, and doesn't. Uh... Let's Dina live, and then says to Ellie one more time, don't waste it. That's <clears throat> and that's how it ends. No, no. So that's so that's a second time she's let her live and said, don't waste it. Yeah. Okay. Even after. I Ellie's killed all these people close to her. Yeah. I'm not, I don't know. I think so then, after, after killing Owen, I think she got So after this, Ellie is living in a lovely farmhouse with Dina, and Dina's given birth, and they're living life as this happy little family, and everything's going well. Ellie's going out hunting, coming back with rabbits. You would almost not even remember that the world is infected with this because they're kind of on their own, living their own life. And then Tommy comes in, okay. and Tommy's like, Ellie, you made a promise. You were going to get that person, and you didn't. And this... That's Joel's brother. Joel's brother, by the way. Yeah. And shows up going, you told me you were going to kill that bitch. Yeah. 
What about Joel? What about his memory? He's up there. You're not paying tribute. You're not. You fucked up. Yeah. We got to go on your path of revenge. It's cut short. <laughs> yeah. What'd she do? So, uh, now, since Tommy came up, Dina's like, Tommy, get the fuck out of here. You're ruining everything. It's Christmas. Go. And then Why are you host me? And then night after night after night after night, Ellie goes into PTSD mode and just remembering Joel's face, getting beaten and dying, and then, like, I can't sleep. I have to deal with this. And then goes on the hunt for Abby once oh, again. Man. Now there's a new... But now she's got a kid at home. Yeah, so she was she was told, if you go, you can forget us. You can forget the child. You can forget me. If you go and abandon us, we won't be here when you get back. Mm. And she's like, well, I, I have to go. So she goes, and now there's there's a new gang involved called the Rattlers. Okay. That's a cool gang name. Yeah, they're they're just uh, this gang is a uh, uh, ruthless. And so, anyways, as Abby is just walking down a residential street looking for the Fireflies because she wants to rejoin the Fireflies. Right. Uh, she finds a radio, calls out to them, and says, "Oh yeah, I'm I'm the doctor's daughter." And they're like, "Holy, you're alive? Yeah. yeah, we're we're here. Come to us, okay?" And then they leave the house, and then they encounter the Rattlers. The Rattlers just beat the snot out of abby okay and uh and then capture her and lev okay so tell them easier for ellie to find her then so 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 ellie hears Here's this, this here's this radio and it's like oh she's here and then goes to find abby doesn't find her right away but finds the rattlers now this is where ellie is super duper badass Ellie's she infiltrates their base. Ellie's been fighting for a long time that and learned from Joel and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the Rattlers, they've been keeping the infected as prisoners to use as weapons. Okay. So the so they lock them up and then they sick them on people. They fuck around. Essentially. Up. Okay. And so like the infected are on chains basically, uh, all within like a short distance. So they that can't. doesn't sound like a good idea because in this game, like your hand can turn into a tree stump. And break the chains, and now it's free. Like that, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you can't chain up that certain that type of infection. It's so bad. That's like the chaining up someone with the T virus. Yeah, you can't yeah. do it. They're yeah. just gonna snap the chain. Yeah, ah, that's crazy. So, so you come to an area where you see. Uh, well, actually, Ellie's uh, roaming, and then she hits a snare, and then she's hung upside down. Ooh. And when she flies upside down, she hits the side of the tree where there's a broken branch and has her side impaled. Oh, that so, so I like. Yeah, that's one thing I gotta say about The Last of Us. That's good is that like they really factor in the shit happens yeah. because that's real life. In real life, you don't just like blow up a building and walk away. Shrapnel, bro. Like, there's if you got caught in a snare, there's a chance you're gonna hit yourself off something. And yeah, man, it could go right through you. That's yeah. I love that shit. I love so that. there's a scene where uh, the Rattlers come and they cut Ellie down, and they're like, "Oh, we've got we've got another one." So. The rattlers, what they're doing is they're they're hanging these people out to dry, basically on uh, they're hanging these people up on posts, basically, and and just kind of let them wither away. And they have like starved to death. They have an entire field of people that just essentially rot away that way, and so that's where Abby is. But before that happens, um, they cut Ellie down, and they're trying to like drag uh, Ellie. Ellie away, and Ellie kind of gets up, makes a remark, uh, pisses off one of the rattlers. He comes over and 
goes to kick Allie in the stomach, does hurt her, but then Allie kind of uh, makes a remark, moves, and so behind this guy, there's an infected also hanging in a snare, and uh, <laughs> and Allie essentially shoves this guy into the infected. It like wakes up the infected, bites the guy, whatever, and this his buddy is now freaking out, like, "What the hell? What the hell?" Yeah. And then and then Allie gets this guy's gun uh, and shoots the kneecaps out of the other rattler guy yeah it does that's awesome and it's like i'm looking for abby and uh and the guy's like who and and then uh and then she's like you know what you're not worth it it's about to kill him and she and the guy's like wait 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 are you talking about that that's really strong blonde woman that came here with the kid and it's like oh you do know he's like uh and then she's like so tell me where they are and it's like well you really think you're gonna make it there with that bite on your hand, so she got bit, but the guy he doesn't know that Ellie doesn't get affected by that. Exactly, right? that's so. Odd. So the guy's like, "All right, I'll tell you because you're not going to make it. You're not going to make anyway. it anyway." Yeah, but she does. Yeah, very cool. I like it. Yeah, so she takes him out and then infiltrates the Rattler base, like Joel did at the end of the first season. Yeah, pure mirror, right? Yeah. Just yeah. goes in and love. Like, what is it? Uh, like, are they on a top level of the building and she's got to die hard her way up there? No. So there are two. There are two levels, but uh, I don't, like I'd say it's like a like a motel with two levels. Okay. Uh, and there's a, a yard with a pool, and right by right in the center, there are three uh, clickers. And uh, the they're the infected ones with the fungus head that just oh, ah, the big guys, yeah, yeah, ah! yeah, but, yeah. And then uh, so I I was in there. I, I get in there and I shoot a chain out, and it, it sets a clicker free to run off and chase the rattlers. I'm like, this is great. This is great. It's working out. I'm trying to shoot the chains of the other ones. It's not working. I'm like, okay, great. Well, now I've used up all my ammo trying to free the clickers. Now I'm gonna have to take them out one by one. By hand. By hand. And the stealth kills are just amazing because Ali will stick the knife in the throat and push out, cutting through the esophagus and everything. It's beautiful. That's amazing. That's yeah. Level of detail. Like even like I said with the whole caught in the snare impaled by the tree, like they they, they do it real. They do it real styles. They yeah. do it real styles with this game. Like they they there's a sense even though it's it's a post apocalypse dystopia game. At the idea, like you know, the idea is that shit happens and that you can injure yourself in the simplest of ways, and that almost every time you meet an infected in the, in this game, somebody gets up, gets touched, gets caught. Yeah. That's also realistic. How many times you watch a fucking Resident Evil and it's like, oh, they meet all these zombies and nobody ever gets infected except like one guy. Yeah, dumb, dumb as shit. By the most of people would be dumb. By the end of that of the game, most of the characters should have been one by one. Yeah, right. I like that they do that. It's clever. It's it's, it's like as it would be. <laughs> Okay, so now let's ruin the ending. Big okay. ending spoiler. How's this? How's all this right, shit all so, get uh, summed up? And is there a part three? Space. There, there's supposed to be a part three that that's in the works. They were working on a multiplayer game, but the multiplayer game just got canceled. And allegedly, they're working on a part three, but I uh, I'm not sure how they would do that yet. I think it's just by fan demand, and they would have to create a new story. So, anyways, um, so from here, uh, Ellie goes down toward the beach but on her way to the beach she sees all the the posts of people kind of hanging being dried out rotting away kind of on the post and she sees abby who's had her hair cut off and all that and she's she's malnourished and whatever and ellie cuts her down and then she cuts uh that scar kid down lev and then uh abby says well there are boats this way so they go towards the boats and you think like oh okay so you know, saved, she, yeah, it seems like she saved, saved her. They're they're working together, and then uh, 
And then when Abby gets puts Lev in the boat and then is about to get in the boat, Ellie's like, I can't let you leave. I can't. We have to deal with this. You have to fight. And Abby turns around and is like, I'm I'm not fighting you. I can't fight you. I haven't eaten in a week. And then she's like, Okay, well then you're just you're just gonna die yeah, basically defenseless. Got you. And so Oh God. So then she's like, Okay, fine. I will fight you. Now I didn't like this because I I was rooting for Abby at this point, and I'm Ellie. I'm like, now I have to kill the person I'm rooting for, but okay. So either way... Stupid game! Abby doesn't have a weapon. Ellie has a knife. So Abby's trying to get in to to grab, punch, whatever, and Ellie is, slice, slice, slice. I'm cutting Abby up good. She's got like a nice slice down her face. Her arms are completely cut up. Uh, You even end up stabbing her. In the shoulder. Oh, that's a good spot. That'll because yeah. that side of your body goes numb. Then yeah, and then uh, and then Abby's basically on top of her, holding under her under the water, drowning her. And then you see like you see Abby's body start to like panic because like she is drowning. And I'm like, oh no, she's gonna die. She's gonna die. And then Ellie finally decides to stop because I guess she had some sort of like memory meltdown where she's like, you know what? Uh, she goes to this memory where. Um, Joel is asking for forgiveness. It's, but I'm just gonna say the irony of this music behind our description of this particular scene. Yeah, where uh, Joel is asking Ellie for forgiveness, and she says, "I'm trying to be a better person." He says, "If I can go back and do it all over again, I would. I would change everything." And then Ellie says, "You know, I I can't forgive you, but I am trying." Mm. And when she says this, she it comes back to reality where she's drowning Abby. And then she stops, and then she's like, just go. Yeah. So she doesn't kill Abby, and Abby does get in the boat and, and go away. So, I mean, I personally would love to see what happens to, to Abby and Lev, because... But they, I think the third one the, could be the premise of that, of them getting of them, on their way. Of them trying to get to the Fireflies. That'd be cool. Because in the, in the first game, you were Joel, but you got to be Ab, uh, Ellie on occasion. And then in the second game, you were. It reminds me of a very Donkey Kong Country situation. It is. <laughs> yeah. Am I not right? In the first one, you're Donkey and Diddy. In the second one, then you're you're Diddy and Dixie. And the third one, you're Dixie and whatever that monkey's name was. So you know what I mean? Like the character that is a secondary character will become the main character in the next game. So in this game, Abby was the secondary character that you played as on occasion, yeah. but Ellie was your main guy. So it'd be cool if she became the main one, and then maybe you play as uh, Le- Levy as yeah. secondary. That's sounds like what that w- it's where it would go logically makes yeah. sense. What a cool story! I was enthralled listening to you describe it yeah. because I, I really was. So like that's that's if, spoilers if if you were um, if you're playing the game, uh, you don't have to know. But yeah. uh, you know what I mean. The but it'll be interesting to see what uh, what happens in the show because there were they've changed some of the infected. There were like big huge and like fat infectious people that they'll run at you and they'll like just shoot out a a, a puff of a puff of spores and it, that could infect you yeah. breathe it in that's yeah. so that's like that's how it would happen yeah that's so how it would happen oh man i one thing i got to give the first um first season credit for was just how they showed the pandemic spreading it was really really cool but so i'd like to see more of that i'd like to see if they were going to do like Tales from the Last of Us. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I would love to see like the, the like other people's experience during the wee hours of 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 it spreading from yeah. from what's Indonesia so, or wherever it was. There is a part where um, Abby is going through Ground Zero, 
where the infection started, which is phenomenal. You end up in the basement level of a hospital trying to find... In what city is this that, that started? I think I think it's Seattle. See, okay, that, that was the first flight landed that, yeah. that it came from. Okay. Yeah. And uh, and so it's it's in a hospital, and Abby's on the ground, like the the basement level, looking for supplies, like uh, first aid supplies. So when you when you encounter these two scar kids, uh, the the scars that got a hold of Lev's sister, uh, they grab her arm and break it with a hammer. <laughs> they shatter it into. That's awesome. They shatter it, it into pieces, and so after you've dealt with uh, why. Because uh, they're strays. They're. Uh, oh, they, did they have information they need or something? Or no, no, they they're just... they're abandoning their religion. Oh, it's punishment. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Yeah. I and so, uh, so Abby basically splinters up the uh, the arm, thinking that it's going to be okay, but it's but it's shattered. Septic, so, right? Yeah. Sepsis. So so she has to get it amputated. So yeah. in order to amputate it, Mel, the pregnant woman, uh, she's a doctor. She can amputate, but she needs the supplies. So you, from where you are, have to go to uh, the only hospital nearby is Ground Zero. And so you have to go to Ground Zero onto the, the park, like the, the lower levels of the hospital to get supplies because all the other stuff has been cleared out. Nobody cleared out the, the basement because, because it's so full of these bad, of, yeah. of the nastiest of the nasty infected. Yeah. So the power is out. They've been there the longest. The reason yeah. they're so bad. So the whole idea of this, of this show or of this, this game is that like the spores. The oldest ones would have, like, basically it takes a person and, and you can tell how long they've been infected by how close to plant-like they look. Like, some people, if it's new, they still look like a person with shit growing out of them. But somebody that's been in, a, in an area for years will basically be completely, you won't be able to see them. And then all of a sudden a person will just crawl out of a bush. So... There's a part where uh, so I can just imagine where you're the in, design of the so bad where, guys. So where where you're in Ground Zero and you open a door and it looks like almost like a birthing canal of just flesh and kind of plants mixed yeah, together. Crazy. And uh, and you're like, what? so it looks like my asshole, basically inside of my bum hole. Yeah, yeah. And there's a blood trail going from there into an ambulance, and then you end up going through some other room, turning on the power, and you come back, and that ambulance has been burst open, and there's a door you have to go through. That has this blood trail, and you're like, uh oh. I know something's at the end of this trail. Uh oh. So you end up uh, going into the parking garage where there's an ambulance. You you go into another ambulance, and you find the medical supplies. I'm like, I don't want to pick this up because I'm going to pick this up, and this is going to activate yeah. whatever escaped. <laughs> sure enough, I pick it up, and there's this super ginormous, uh, like like a mold of like six to eight people mixed All together with this this fungus thing that that just chases you and will spawn off other the infected other, oh my the other yeah. people just like just disconnect yeah and it's just like ha now i can go at you yeah and where you're in a parking garage yeah so can you were you just running around you just have the supply do you have a gun or anything or yeah oh yeah yeah you've got guns so, so. you gotta get it yeah all right so it's you, you gotta shoot and, and run and shoot it, and run yeah but this thing is one hit one and it kills you so like, yeah, well, if, it, is if it mo you said most of the bosses are like that. Uh, well, only, not really. It's it's only the the super duper big guys, and this is a, a super duper big guy. The the other guys that that come at you and uh, well, I, okay, sorry. It's not just that. If a clicker gets a hold of you, the clicker just bites into your throat and you're done. So yeah. it, it is it is kind of one hit, 
you die. Reminds me of Ghosts and Ghouls for fuck's sake. This game, <laughs> yeah. you know, give me a chance. Yeah. So, and and this is the part fighting this big boss. I I ended up dying like ten to twelve times trying to like trying to figure out. I'm like, okay, I have to run away from here. Oh, he's coming. Uh oh, have to run. Uh oh, he's coming again. Okay, gotta run. Shit, shit, gotta run. Oh my god. Uh, while trying to like, I have to search for ammo because I don't have ammo. So I'm like, he's coming. Okay, raid the shelves. Raid the shelves. Nothing here. Nothing here. Ah, here's some bullets. Boom, boom, boom. Out of bullets again. Crap. Keep and it probably takes a hell of a lot to kill this thing, yeah. man. Yeah. Jesus. I remember um, the Resident Evil bosses. Like that, that, I think that Last of Us wouldn't exist without that game for sure. But I just I think that The Last of Us is a really good next level. Like They've done a good job at just introducing you know, the next version of that type of... I love it. The- Not, horror games don't do bosses, is my point. You know, Silent Hill didn't really have a lot of bosses. They had your main guy at the end. But the bosses were very sub-boss-like, I'll say. Yeah. It was. It's nice to, that this you know boss thing is, is, is back, and it's tough. They're tough. Yeah. Even the killing alley, like it was just person versus person, and still you said it was yeah. a struggle. <laughs> yeah. Big struggle. Yeah. Pop! Pretty- Pop! Try again, son! Yeah. You know? <laughs> right? I love it. I love and it. And like when, when you're fighting Ellie, uh, you're at the theater and you're running around basically a prop room. So if you hit the wood, Ellie knows where you are. Mm. If you knock over a vase, she knows where you are. If you hit hanging chain, she knows where you are. So you have to be very aware of your surroundings. All right. Um, we're doing out of five. Let's do um, graphics. Graphics out of five. It's a PS5 game, and it's a oh, PS5 No, no, it's, exclusive. it's a PS4 game. Oh, this is a PS4 game yeah. as well. No, they don't even have PS5 yet. That's coming out in January, the remastered. Oh, fuck. Maybe I should play this. <laughs> I mean, it's still one of the only things I can, because I'll be real with you. I'm really pissed off at Sony. So the other night, I have this game called Nights into Dreams. You know Nights, yeah, the yeah. little jester. Yeah. yeah. I go, I'm like playing my games, and I have a cycle. I play Mega Man, I'll play Sonic, and then I'll play some of this, and then I'll jump over to Knights. You know what I mean? I go to jump on a Knights. It's not there anymore. I'm like, that, Oh, that I, I mentioned in the last episode that there was 1,200 pieces of content that other people owned that Sony deleted. So Knights is gone. So I leave my room. I immediately go out to the living room, and I go, Brayden. Give me your fucking controller. Give me your Xbox controller right now. And I grab it and I go on the Xbox store. Nights into Dreams, nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. No, not even ten ninety nine. It's eleven bucks. Yeah. On the Xbox store. <laughs> fucking done. I'm done with Sony. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you, Sony. I'm done. You have. That's the last straw, son. That, not only that. Just out of curiosity, right? Just out of curiosity. I looked up what it would cost me to replace my whole PlayStation catalog on fucking Xbox. It would be like 300 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> you know what it would cost me to replace it on PlayStation? A grand. Like, no fucking lie, bro. Because half the games are on Game Pass and the other half are 10 bucks. Yeah. Sonic fucking Superstars is 55 bucks right, right now on Xbox. Yeah, there Sonic. It is right there. Nights into Dreams. <laughs> right? Don't download yeah. it. I won't leave. <laughs> you won't be able to get rid of me. Yeah. No, I'm doing it. I'm getting an Xbox. Okay, even if I just get an Xbox One. I might just get an Xbox One, but I'm definitely, if I can, I'm going to get the uh, the Series S. Yeah. Definitely 100%. I, would, I wouldn't I would get a PS5 if you put a gun to my head now, because I've got nothing. Nothing holding me to it. All the Sonic. all The Mega Man, they have the Mega Man Collection. It's Mega Man Collection 1, Mega Man Collection 2, Mega Man X 1, Mega Man X Collection 2, and Mega Man 11. 80 bucks for all of it. Yeah. They only sell them individually for PlayStation, unless you, if you want to get just four of the five, it's one hundred twenty nine ninety nine. 
It's fucking ridiculous. The prices are all higher by 20 and 30 I'm done. Yeah. I'm, I'm done. It's not even anything else to talk about. Fuck them. Um, graphics. Talk about the graphics. So it's a PS4 game. The gra- out of five. The graphics are phenomenal. Five? Uh, gra- yeah, five. Five. No, and uh, this, you, it, you never get taken out of the story because of the graphics. Like, you never remember, oh, I'm playing a game. It's yeah. that good. Yeah. Um, one question I had was um, cutscenes to gameplay ratio. We all know Metal Gear has too many cutscenes to gameplay, and then maybe Sonic would have not enough cutscenes to gameplay, right? Yeah. So there's got to be a middle ground. Where would it sit in that? Because I love a good story in a game, and this there's, sounds like a very good story. There, there's a lot of cutscenes, and there are long cutscenes, but for the amount of gameplay there is as well, I'd say it's it's a fair balance. It's good. So yeah. you feel it's balanced. Yeah. That you've brought balance to the force. It's the chosen one. Yeah. It? Okay, I feel that. It's good to hear. Like I say, Sonic would be too little. Metal Gear would be too much. Middle ground. Mechanics-wise, control. Uh, you said you died a lot, and you're, you're a good gamer. You're not yeah, a bad yeah, gamer. But the controls... So there's are, challenge. Were you on hard, easy, normal? Normal. Okay. But uh, but yeah, uh, control wise, I'd I'd say very very good controls, very easy, very fluent. It's but I gotta say the PS5. You're playing it on a PS5, aren't you? Yeah. So that helps. The PS5 controller and input mechanics are just so good. So that you give that. What would you say? Five? Yeah. I'd still, yeah, I'd still give it a five. And then what our our last but not least, you know, sound, sound and 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 uh, sound and overall like in feeling the environments that you're exploring your maps. You know what I mean? Like the platforming when you're platforming areas. How's that? Uh, it's it's really good. I'd I'd probably I'd probably give that one a four. But Mecha- by mechanics, four, I mean like zooming and running and cameras yeah. and stuff. But with this, I mean like yeah, how the sound and and uh, do you feel like you're in the world? Like are you there when you're playing? Yeah. Oh yeah. For Caps, sure. For sure. Yes. And then your overall out of five. I I would, I would give this four point five out of five. Four point five. I thought you were gonna say four point eight because it sounds like you really like it. Oh, and I, it sounds I really like a really good story. I also kind of dig the Donkey Kong Country thing where you're like you, you are <laughs> Joel and Ellie and then you're Ellie and Abby and then the next one you'll probably be Abby and Levi or Lev. 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 Like that yeah. sounds like a fucking kind of that's kind of interesting. You know, yeah, I hope that's cool. I hope they follow that. It's kind of a cool idea. Yeah. It's a formula that works. You know, it's um, I love games with formula like where there's the, and that they're always they're always playing on a 90s formula that came out when we were kids. You know, I like when a game's doing something new. You yeah. Know? So okay, good stuff, good stuff. So well, enough of the Last of Us. We'll talk a little. We want to talk about a little bit more Christmas stuff. Yes, let's get into some Christmas. I, I guess your your kids don't listen. To, tell me about what you got the kids because you got. I know you got superstars for the little one for PS Five yeah. for E, not Ethan. Um, for yeah, yeah, yeah. for Parker. Yeah. Um, what else? Yeah, yeah. So, so okay, for those so that couldn't hear, Tamara just yelled over like, "Don't say Taya's presence too loud because sh- her room is above yeah. where we record." Earmuffs, Taya. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll be in the middle of saying what I got her, and then she'll come in. What? Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that. Yeah. She did. Yeah. She send you that? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so for for Taya. Uh, the Xbox Series S down here. Mm-hmm. Right now, the kids don't really play it too much. Mm-hmm. So, but I don't want to get rid of it because Xbox is typically what the kids play more than PlayStation. Right. So, uh, the the Xbox that's down here, I'm going to hook up into the living room, and then when Taya has her friends come over, uh, she's able to play the new Just Dance that I got her for Christmas for that console. For for that console, but okay. because Series S is uh, digital only, I I got her a download code, but it still comes in the Just Dance case, so I can still wrap it up mm. and she can open it at Christmas. I mean, there's ways. I I remember getting like dumb stuff, like getting something for for my girl that was a digital thing, but yeah. I would so 
I just like you know made a piece of paper and wrote something cute like a little note like and then I wrapped it in 12 boxes <laughs> so it was in a big box but it was just like this little piece of paper that was like um I think it was just the receipt for like this trip we were doing or something. But either way, it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's cool. Yeah. I'm sure she could love it because you were talking yeah. even earlier on the show about how they love this dance bullshit. Yeah. And it's good for girls. It is because. It, and it, Tamara it, likes to get videos of me doing it. So. Oh, I know. I've, I get them all. Don't you worry. I get them all. And I need to. You must continue this. It makes my life when you send me these videos of Mark doing this. Like, never stop. Never stop. If Mark ever goes and dies, those are the videos I'm watching. Just Mark dancing over and over. If I can make a GIF of Mark doing one of the dances and just drop it in all the facets of my life that a GIF would work, like, I'm telling you. You know, and it's just him doing this, and it says party time at the bottom, and that's my just GIF for everything. For everybody gets one. Right? In a shot pot shirt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Okay. Okay, that's good. That's good. That's good. What about uh, Ethan? You can Ethan? So Ethan, he's a little trickier. Earmuffs, Ethan. He's a l little trickier to buy for because he has, ba he usually gets basically everything he wants, uh, only because he's an only child and he he doesn't ask for a lot other than the odd game here and there. Yeah, he is very humble yeah. for a, for a, for a kid the, the, uh, in a society of very not humble kids yeah. these days. These kids aren't very good at at. Being, uh, yeah, being humble basically just means that you appreciate what you have and you're you're cool with it and there's well, not a I lot mean, of want for things if, outside If you're of being you raised uh, by a family who's like, I can't afford this this week, you can't get it. It's like, okay. Yeah, but there are kids who are, dude, I know kids that are like that and they grow up to be little assholes. Yeah? You know? Yeah, they're out there. I, I know a lot of them. Okay. And, and it's, it's, it's good parenting. I, don't, give, don't take the credit away from yourself. Okay. It is good parenting because humble kids... Um, Are, are, they've got stability, and they've got they've got stability and comfortable, and they're comfortable. Yeah, that's the only way to be humble. You know what I mean? So I, you don't take don't take credit away from yourself, or so, or or the baby mama if she contributed to that, because it's not easy to raise a humble kid, especially these days. I'm sorry, yeah. it's harder these days. It was a little easier for us because we had food stamps when we were kids. Those things none of those exist anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you're fucking hungry now, you just starve. <laughs> so I think that's cool. And it, he is like that. The few times he's been over here when we've been shooting yeah. the shit. And even the fact that he'll humbly tell his friends that he's going to game with his dad. Yeah. That's a very humble attitude. You know, no, bros. Me and my dad are going to go watch a movie. Me and my dad are going to go game. I'll be back. Yeah. Or do you guys want to get in on my dad and I's fucking party? Uh, we're in the lobby. I'll send you an invite. Yeah. That's a humble kid. I like that. I think that's very yeah, cool. That's cool. The uh, but other than that, come up with for the, the only thing that he's really asked for is just uh, I got him started on Game Pass. So as a graduation present, I got him uh, six months of Game Pass, and his Game Pass is about to he's run out. He's out, so you'll get him six more months. So yeah, so I'll get him six more months, and uh, and then other than that, I'm always on him about shaving. Because uh, he's got like DTM, he's got thirteen hairs that come in. Dirty teenage mustache coming. In. Yeah, um, and I'm like, so you gotta you gotta deal with that. So uh, so I I got, I got him some Phillips shavers, like the close. I remember being that age and getting that stuff and never touching it. Yeah, Just putting it in the shelf and being like, nope. I think I think he would. I, I think it'd be quicker for for him to do so. I think it might be easier if he's just like, okay, zzz, zzz, done. Yeah, because it's just like thirteen hairs on his chinny chin chin. <laughs> One, two, <laughs> three. Ah, fuck! I cut myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and then I got him some. Uh, I got him a, a Tamara earmuffs. What'd you get, Tamara? And then I, I got him a, a Chucky shirt. Oh yeah, that'll be cool. He'll yeah. like that. What'd you get, Tamara? The back of this hand and the tip of this dick. That's all she got. That's all he got you. Sorry, sorry, babe. <laughs> <laughs> She's like same as every year. <laughs> 
Well, I can't tell you that because she's right there, so. Just whisper. <laughs> Just whisper. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Uh, there's a certain comedian that she loves that has official merchandise, and it's stupid expensive. So I got that. <laughs> nice, <laughs> when you when you factor in uh, American shipping, and it's like, holy crap! What? Yeah. It's yeah. super. It's super. Wor- American shipping's getting ridiculous. Yeah. I I'm getting a little. I won't buy now. I won't buy from from Amazon. I won't buy it if it's coming out of the states. Yeah. It's just gotta. It's better to either come from a. I mean, it's funny because like shop pod hoodies, you can think like. 60, 70 bucks. Wow, that's a lot. And then you go to Matt Rice's site and it's like 110 bucks Canadian for a, a fucking hoodie. Go to what? Metallica's website, it's 148. <laughs> You're like, oh my God. It just keeps going up. Yeah. yeah. And then I think Blink's worse. I think Blink's up there too. I think they have like like a, a nice hoodie with the big smiley on the back. It's like 210 all <laughs> in. Yeah, yeah. I've been looking around. Man, it's, it's nuts out there. Yeah. It's fucking nuts. But that's how they make this is the problem, bro. They don't, this is, bro. Oh, I'm going to go off. I'm going to go off. This is all fucking Spotify and YouTube's fault. Yeah. They wouldn't, they wouldn't, ch- Matt, I'm sorry. You know why Matt's doing that? Because he doesn't make any fucking money on your TikTok videos, you stupid bitches. Every time you see Matt on TikTok and it's a fucking 10 second clip, he doesn't make anything. He doesn't make a goddamn thing off that. But that's all you know him from. And that's all you fucking see. You dumb fucking idiots. That's why he's going to charge that. He has to. Because he's not making money doing anything else. I feel it. I can't even get mad. I can't even get mad. Now, Metallica's always been expensive. I saw Metallica in like 2002, and they were fucking overpriced to shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, that's a little different. But, like, I get why people are charging top dollar for their merch. And it's, you have to. Even the falling in reverse shit wasn't that cheap. It's like 80 bucks for a nice hoodie at that show. Yeah. That's a bit much, but fuck you, man. He, he, he deserves it. He needs it because I know he doesn't make any money off of the videos on YouTube. YouTube's not paying shit anymore. Even if you get 10 million views, it's like, yeah, here's a fucking, here's a couple grand. Yeah. It's ridiculous. That's not, to an artist like that, it's chump change. It, pro- it costs $10,000 for five seconds of the CGI and as the world burns. Like, you got to sell a lot of fucking hoodies. <laughs> get selling. Double the <laughs> price of those hoodies so I can put more CGI in the next video, you yeah. know? Yeah. By the way, when's the neon zombie coming, bro? That's a good this question. Is another year. <laughs> a gun. We saw him in February and he's like, our record. Isn't here. It's been it's, <laughs> like what the fuck? I was blown away that we didn't get a falling in reverse record in twenty three. What yeah. the fuck is going on, man? I mean, the anticipation's peak, not top notch, but I think personally, it's not an EP. No, I think he made a decision probably in the last few months to make it a full record, and that's why it'll be next year. Yeah. If if it's anything short of that, I think I might be done with Ronnie. Like, if he puts out six songs and we've heard four of them, and he's like, yeah, there it is, I'm going to be like, really? <laughs> like, you're not even, come on, Ronnie, come on. But I don't think he'll do it. He's a smart businessman. He's a very smart businessman, and he, and, and he knows how to um, manipulate social media in his favor, and not a lot of people can pull those two things off in this, in this economy. Yeah. So I got to give him credit for that. But yeah, fucking good for Matt. If he's charging that money, he probably needs it. I'll be real. He probably fucking needs it because he doesn't make any money with the shit that's made him famous. Yeah. That's the biggest problem in the world. All these famous people, none of them have a cent because Spotify, TikTok, YouTube, they don't pay anything. Yeah. And that's the only place you see and support them. So yeah. sharing the rife TikTok doesn't pay that motherfucker. You need to go to his show. You yeah. need to buy his shirt. That's why his shows are expensive. His shirts are expensive. But TikTok's free. There's a reason. Yeah. Anyways, done. And then, uh, and then Parker, <laughs> I got him. Uh, he he likes weird, like crazy. 
what what would I call this? Not uh not mainstream shows, weird, crazy, abstract kind of internet shows that that are created. And so somebody online is always making merch and then they'll post it on Amazon. And so, uh, so yeah, there's this weird show that there's a, a jester and a bunny and he wanted the bunny. So I got him the bunny. Oh, like a stuffed. That's what that stuffed yeah. animal is. It's yeah. really creepy looking. Yeah. It looks like a well, Five Nights at Freddy's. That's what I assumed it was yeah, Five it's, Nights it's at a, Freddy's. It's along that theme. It's from like a horror thing. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and then uh, and then I got him some Robux for Roblox. Does he remind you a lot of you as a young kid because he's a little weird and he likes like just weird odd things? <laughs> yeah. Like I I, yeah. I I was like that too, man. Like that's why Sonic was always the underdog. It's it's one of those things where it's like, oh, mom, for Christmas, can I get this? And like for me, mom, for Christmas, can I get a Boglin? And mom's just kind of, a what? A what? Can you spell? Can you spell that? B O slower, slower, bud. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm googling it right now. Like, yeah. I love. That's one thing I got to say about my sister that she made easy for me, or maybe I was just really in touch. But I was always like, like I'll never forget. Like, I knew about Club Penguin before she did. You know what I mean? Because I was just like one of my friends' kids had it, and then so when she was on it, I was like, oh, my friends' kids on this thing. Do you want me to buy you a subscription? She's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Bobo. You know what I mean? Like she, yeah. she was into that shit. You know, like. She made it easy. Brat, she was into Bratz dolls. I, I yeah. knew. I, I saw the show. I was like, oh, I'll get her one of those at Walmart. You know, she yeah. made it simple. She made it simple for us. I got to give some credit for that. I was more like Ethan, or sorry, I was more like Parker and you. Like yeah. I liked weird shit. Like my parents got me the Darkwing Duck thing that flew. That was the shape of his head. Yeah. Darkwing Duck was like. The kids at school used to make fun of me for it, for liking that shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> All the kids at school were into Power Rangers, and I was like, yeah, you know, I like Power Rangers too, but Darkwing Duck's dope. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, when there's trouble, we call DW, man. Calm down. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I, I, I was yeah. just, I like the weird, obscure biker mice from Mars. Yeah, you know, street sharks. Like I like the weird shit that was not mainstream-ish. Uh, Samurai Pizza Cats. Yeah. God, I, I loved all this stuff that wasn't like Looney Tunes and. And the main, whatever was, you know, Power Rangers, whatever, what else was mainstream when we were kids? Like every Barbie was a, a big when we were kids, but they didn't have a show yet. It was my sister. There were shows when my sister was a kid. What were the big shows? Like what did, uh, Star Wars was so big when we were kids because the, the, the prequels were out. So every kid was Darth Maul for Halloween for like 10 years yeah. from like 99 to 2009 was just Darth Maul every fucking year. So there was a lot of Star Wars merch when we were kids. What else was just big, 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 big show? Power Ninja, Rangers was Ninja big. Turtles. Yeah, but that was more 80s, early 90s. By the time to 95, 96, it was gone. It was kind of out at that point. Yeah. What was big from like 95 to 05? What were the biggest, biggest, biggest shows? Well, that's where the generation gap comes That's from. Like, the, yeah. You're, you're, like you're only, what, five years behind me? But either way, in five years, a lot can change. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. Like what came, what was big after us? Because like I was, by then I was, a, you know, I was like, I was watching porn by then. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, I'm going to come home from school. I'm going to watch that porn tape that I stole from my dad's closet. And then I'm going to watch The Price is Right. And then Pokemon. Pokemon was huge. Yeah. And yeah. I did like Pokemon. Yeah. Even you did. We can't yeah. deny that. I mean, you were five years older than me. You were like 17 or 18 when Pokemon blew up. But even you were like, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I was like that too. I remember um, Livy, Livy was into... Uh, the Ninjago, whatever the fuck this is. And I was like, okay, this is cool. <laughs> She's watching the show. And I was like, what are you watching? She's like, oh, I'm watching Lego Ninjago. It's the best show ever. 
And then I remember like two episodes in, I was like, it's got a good story. <laughs> these shows continue into each other. Can we watch another one? <laughs> you know, like, I kind of liked it. The Lego started putting out movies. They were all really good. You know? yeah. It was yeah. fucking, you know, it's kind of cool. Um, the thing that's got me right now, this show on Netflix, Leo, with Bill Burr and Adam Sandler. Bro, it's so funny. It's a kid's show. And it's Adam Sandler does the voice of a class lizard, and Bill Burr's the voice of the class turtle. And it's just them narrating all the kids, and, and they're like 80 years old. The turtle's like 80 years old. Yeah. So it's just them narrating to the kids, and they end up getting taken home with one, and it's about how they kind of try to make the kids feel better about themselves. But it's just really, it's funny. <laughs> it's very, there's a lot of adult jokes that are subtle. Did you, did you ever see uh, the behind the scenes, like the DVD extras on The Incredibles? Oh yeah, 100%. so so there's uh so there's an animated version of the Incredibles on the the extra special features or whatever, and uh, th- like they had the inc- the Incredibles voiced by other people, and Frozone, uh, he looked kind of tan, not so much black. And Samuel L. Jackson, if you watch it with commentary, Samuel L. Jackson is like, I'm white. <laughs> <laughs> so- yeah, and there's uh there's like for some reason there's there's a bunny in the show. And like the bunny, every time Samuel L. Jackson or Frozone sees the bunny, he's like, What's with the bunny? What's with the bunny? And then by the end, the bunny shows up again. He's like, What's with the damn bunny? <laughs> hey, dude. I gotta say, man, I thought that I had this thought the other day. I miss DVDs and with and extras and commentary. Like I miss it so much. It's not there anymore. It's got there was a. It's on Blu-rays. No, but not really. There's no com- how many Blu-rays come out and it's like the whole movie's got commentary from the director. Well, that's always an extra feature, yeah, especially for Blu-ray. Yes. On on all new movies. Basically, yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, you can get like the stuff from the five dollar bin. You're not gonna, you're no, not gonna uh, get it. Cause I, I don't see it anymore. I, I don't see that. It, like I, I remember that was like, it, there was a. I would say from, what do you think, two thousand to about two thousand eleven, the blockbuster years. Really, that was when that was it was peak. Every movie that got released would have extended cut on DVD. So right away you'd get like 11 to 15, 20 minutes of extra footage. Yeah. You'd get a commentary track from the director and some of the cast. And usually behind the scenes, how they made a bunch of shit, featurette, 100 minutes, 90 minutes, like an hour, hour and a half. Fucking yeah. good stuff. And uh, some of my... Fa- that was uh, Sometimes I like that shit better than the movie. I remember The Matrix put out a box set with all three, with all the behind the scenes and commentary from the Wachowskis. Watch that 100 times. Dream Theater would put out DVDs that were like three-hour concerts with behind-the-scenes footage, and then they would do commentary on their own behind-the-scenes footage and give you all this really, really... They would have behind-the-scenes of them in the studio, and Mike and John would be doing commentary, and they'd be like, yeah, so we used an SL4000Q rack unit on that, and they get into, like, nerd-level detail with shit. So if you were, like, willing to listen to the commentary tracks, you could learn, like, literally go to school. You could, like, bring your fucking notebook... To, about sound engineering and recording, and tour. they would talk about how they booked their tours, and the mo- and the money and the contracts. Like get into the real shit. Here's what we got catered to us, and here's why because it was cheaper to go with this than that. Like shit that you don't think about until you're in the business, right? Yeah. I used to, I really miss that. You're telling me that they still. I mean, okay, so we can definitely agree that bands don't put out like Blu-ray D- disc DVDs with all this stuff anymore. That doesn't happen. But I I, I miss it mo- when movies more movies did it. I guess I don't know. I'm gonna start looking into this because yeah. I have a Blu-ray player. Maybe I should go get some because I'm trying to think of a movie that's come out in the last while that I would do that for. Like um. 
What's a really good? I would do it for Napoleon. I don't know if you saw that, but like, oh, uh, that's the price that I got it for at Best Buy. So that the final gift that I got Parker was Sonic Superstars, and Locker, I, paid I should try and get a hold of that for the four. I really want to play it, but I've also heard it's ex- unfucking believably difficult. Yeah, like a lot. I don't know if you've seen this, but like people are apparently it's twelve levels, and the bosses are like really tough, like really, yeah. really, really tough. So I might get frustrated with it, but I also am really good at platforming. Yeah. Like I, I every time I, I, I talk about games and how hard they are and then I'll play Mario three and slaughter it and I'm like, Yeah, I'm not that bad. Because I have my niche. That's really good price. Yeah, thirty four ninety nine. If I could get is that on Amazon? Uh, could I get that, that that was at GameStop, actually. Yeah, but so, I don't so it's on Amazon, but it's also at GameStop. Well, where is it GameStop? Oshawa Center? Yeah, I'm not going to I don't go to that okay. part. I don't go to that okay. part of town for anything. Taunton and Harmony. Yeah, that's where I'd go. I go to that yeah. one. That, oh yeah, by the Timmys, no, right? No, no, it's in the back corner, right beside the LCBO. By the the, the creamery. Yes. Yeah, right yeah, 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 yeah. The Timmys is in the front. Okay, you're right. You're right. Okay. Now I know. Now I'm gonna. Tra- I'll, I'll check it out. I mean, that's, my problem is transportation. I have no way of getting up there. That's why. That's why I don't go to any of these places. That's why. That's why yeah. no, nobody does any of that stuff anymore. If you don't have a vehicle. Getting the Oshawa Center is an idea. Okay, so just local stuff. For those that are listening, I hope Oshawa burns to the ground. I hope the mayor is shot in the head in the town square. That's a bit rough. And all the people that are on Oshawa City Council should be hung over the lamppost. Sto- hung no, by hung their over, stockings hung by, by the chimney hung, with care. They should be lynched <laughs> with the lamppost at Bloor, at, at, at Sim, Simcoe and Bond. I swear to God, because so, <laughs> this city is so corrupted, disgusting, and fucked up. While visions of sugar plums dance in their heads. I'm so Come tired on. of it. I'm so fucking tired of it. But, so that we the, the bus depot in Oshawa burnt down, had 18 buses got destroyed. Okay? Every fucking day, Mark. Every fucking day. I see people in the Oshawa groups, bus didn't come, trying to get to work. I got people that are like, yo, I lost my job. Like, it not, They're not saying the bus didn't come. They're saying, I don't have a job because it has not come so many times. I don't work anymore. I, they fired me because I go, I line up, and I, like, let's say I start at 8. I catch the 640 bus because I want to be early. 640 bus doesn't come. The 7 bus doesn't come. The 720 bus doesn't come, but the 740 comes, and then I get there at 830, and I'm late again, and now I have no job. This is just common. This is just everyday shit. It's not one person. Like, I'm in the Oshawa South group. I'm in the North group. I'm in the Nonquan group. I'm, yeah. in the, I'm in all these community groups. I'm also in the city council group because I work for the city. I've done music shows for them, right? Yeah. So I'm friends with some of the counselors, so I have the counselors on Facebook, and they share stuff. So I, I'm in the loop with this shit, and all I see, thousands and thousands. I can't imagine what the complaints must be like because all they did was got, they got 18 burnt down, and they got five. They, bought, they got five brought in, painted them up with the pulse on the side of them, and that's it. But the amount of, like, the bus just drives by because they're full all the yeah. time. Like, you cannot get anywhere in the city. So for me to be like, yeah, I'm going to go to the Oshawa Center, I can't. Like, I could end up stuck anywhere between there and here. Yeah. And now I've got an $18 Uber home, which I'm just like, I'm, it's not in the, I, fuck Oshawa. Fuck you, Oshawa. Honestly, <laughs> fuck you. The worst city. Uh, Canada is definitely in the top five worst countries to live in, first world countries to live in in the world right now. I know this because that party I was at last night, there was a guy who's lived everywhere. I was hanging out shooting shit with a guy who lived in France, grew up in England, even had the accent. I added him on Facebook. He's going to help me work on his caravan. Like, it was a really cool dude. But I was like, as soon as he was telling me about all these places he lived and went to school and did stuff, I was like, tell me about Canada. Like, you've been out there. Where do we rank? I want to know about our transportation. I want to know about our income. I want to know about opportunity. I want to know what you feel as a non-Canadian coming to my country. What is? And he's like, it's shit. He told me, he's like, your country fucking sucks. 
It's garbage. I'll tell you, everywhere I've been is better. Everywhere. England is better. And it's disgusting. England is a shithole, but I go back there in a heartbeat over staying here. Yeah. I'm here because my son's here and my girl's here. I was like, wow. It's nice to hear it from someone. It's funny because... I feel bi- cause I feel biased. I feel like our right-wing attitude, or no, it's not even... Our fucking central liberal attitude that has somehow been pushed to the right wing. You know what I mean? I feel like we, it's a little, like, picked on. And it was just nice to be validated that my hate for the system failing us is validated. Well, it's funny because all the uh, the liberal propagandist sites and news magazines and, and articles and stuff will post that Canada is among the top three countries to live in. And people will share this saying, like, take that, Pierre. You say Canada is broken. And, and so every time I see this, I comment on it saying, like, yeah, if you're not a liberal leftist piece of garbage, you will actually realize just how bad the country is. If you talk to any person on the pl- in the country who's mo- who has who's lived outside of it, that's all you need who's, to do. Who's not an elitist? <laughs> yeah, but anybody who who isn't from here, that or you know what I mean, they're you're never going to meet somebody. You will not. I guarantee it. You will not find somebody that has traveled and lived in other places. Not just traveled, but lived in other places that will say this is the greatest country in the world. You're not going to find that. Not now. Guaranteed. You're guaranteed you're not. You're guaranteed, guaranteed, guaranteed. The person that says, yeah, Canada is the greatest country to live in in the entire world right now definitely hasn't left their house then. They hasn't left their house in five years yeah. since they got here. Yeah. And that'd be hard to do considering rent control. They probably lost that house. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, man. Anyways, I hope you guys have a Merry Christmas out there. I hope you guys are making gingerbread houses. I hope you guys are baking jam jams. I hope you guys are suckling on candy canes. Hope you guys are wrapping gifts. I hope you guys are watching uh, Christmas specials because tis the season to watch. We uh, we haven't really watched too much around here, but one of my favorite Christmas movies that I want to watch soon is Four Christmases because it, uh, it that's a fun one. it's so relevant to today with with I mean the divorce rate being like fifty basically fifty percent like is I think it's higher now isn't it fifty four I believe it's fifty four no it went from forty eight up to fifty I believe oh okay. I think maybe 54 in the States. Yeah. I, I know it's, I, th- I read somewhere it's 54, and I was like, oh, we, we broke the threshold. Yeah. We broke the half threshold. I swear to God, they just lie and say it's 50, and they won't ever say it's more than that because it's depressing to think of it being higher than that. Like, they just yeah. don't want us to. Or, or like, somebody's like, yeah, I want a divorce. Okay, so is this public record? Shh, no. Yeah, no, 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 we no. got to keep that number at. Keep it on the down low. Yeah, we got to keep that number at 50, so you don't count. Right? <laughs> it's, like the, it's like the curve for uh, marks in a, in a college or university. What do they call that? You know what I'm talking about? The way they curve the marking. So yeah. that it's not too easy, but they also just can't give out A's, but they also can't be too hard. You know what I mean? So they always curve it so that that's why you can't take your marks in college seriously because it's, it's, it's got nothing to do with you. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like the same idea. They're like, oh, the divorce rate's 50. Yeah. I like that. All right. That is the end for part one. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.